What's up, people? This Air Talks. I'm just connecting the dots. You know, sometimes you got to do things, even if it seem immature, even if it seem crazy. You still got to buckle down and start it off, even when it don't make sense. Even when it seems like, you know, you have less, you have lack. Uh, because that might not even be true. Everything that you're supposed to have, as far as resources, you will already have or you can manipulate. Is what I really learned. You can really go outside and create a whole art project just from going outside. A lot of us think we got to go in the store and go get and spend 50 to to $100. And some of us don't have 50 to to $100 for an art project. So we don't start anything. You just got to understand, take what you have and start there, even if it's immature. What I understand is now why I started a lot of stuff, because I'm working on it and it's making its connections now. Man, we talking years, we're talking two years, three years, now it's starting to connect. At first, it was immature. You know, what's making me realize that is, you know, I'm on this blog site for my website that I've had for almost two years. And, you know, I got 50 followers, 50 real genuine followers on it, um, just off of this website that connects to my website. So it's like, okay, it's starting to, it's starting to make a little sense. It's starting to connect. So at first it might not connect because you don't even have nothing to connect it to. But when you um, just go at it, man, which take a certain type of personality, I guess I have a certain type of personality, even if, if it's immature, even if it's crazy, I'm still going to start it. Now it might be real tough on finishing it for me, for some people it probably won't, but for me, making sure I start it makes a lot of sense. Because even if it does develop slowly, uh, when it connects, it makes so much sense. Um, this podcast right here is going to be about my meditation today. Uh, hopefully it helps somebody. My meditations ain't necessarily getting on my knees and praying. Um for 30 minutes to an hour. Sometimes it's actually standing up, uh, making sounds. Might be just, some people call it sound therapy. It's kind of what I did. It wasn't def- wasn't just meditation, it was really sound therapy. Um, and it brought out the hawks and the crows today. So um, I hope you enjoyed this Air Talks and we out. What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Now, I want y'all to listen, not just with your ears, your brain. I want you to listen with your heart when I'm talking about this meditation so it can, so you can actually see what I'm, what I'm actually visioning. Vis- I, I actually did this in real time. Uh, but just really haven't got to the point where I can... Um, 
take pictures and, you know, do all of that. Like, I don't, I'm not into taking the pictures yet, but I know to take the pictures is really good proof. So I got the, so the interest into this meditation for me is to ring bells. I have some Tibetan bells I ran across. Um, I got them for about $15. Um, I never seen them before until two days ago. And then I was like, oh yeah, I let me grab these um, out of store in downtown Atlanta. Um, yeah, and I know I paid probably, probably paid like seven, eight dollars higher, but I wouldn't have known about them. And then to ship them, you know, would have it would have been equivalent. So I ain't really get ripped off too much. You know, I'm big on that. I don't like overpaying for stuff, man. It's just not a, it don't make sense to me, man. It's just that's just not for me. So, but back to the meditation. So I ringing these bells. I only had this thing for two days. I have no clue what this, how this works. I learn stuff on my own as far as this metaphysical stuff. Um, I do. I should take classes, but I'm not the type of person that's about to pay for something I could, you know, learn. I feel like. It's a mission for me to be passing out different type of meditations for people anyway, regardless. Um, there's so many ways, so many ways meditation can go. And I've been um, experiencing different types of meditations since I was 18. Um, just self, being, being so intrigued with raising, um, raising my light. It started off with just my light, you know. Now it's just like God glorious light, um, even the subtle lights, the lights that we uh, we move within, just always been a big issue, always been a big uh, thing for me. I mean, it's just something that I, you know, followed after, but at the same time remaining disciplined. So you know, it's not not a trick of no enemy it's not no satanic or black magic or trying to destroy somebody you know some hate for somebody uh jealousy want to be better than somebody it never came from that it came from just following a great ancestor solomon you know um just following that following that proverbial message which I'm really getting back to in a very strong way. Um, can't let y'all know everything I'm doing, but sharing meditations, I feel like, is a great calling for me. Um, I'm just letting y'all know what happens when you meditate. So, people think meditating is sitting down and humming or sitting down and praying, and it is. It is. Don't skip that part. If you're going to start, that's the best way to start. But one another good way to start is through guided meditations. Let somebody else that's spiritual walk you through a meditation, and you listen, and you envision. And when you get stronger at it, you, you know, you start, um, start experiencing different things right but the best meditation in the world is when you sleep because you've all the way let your whole body is 
you 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 don't even really have control as far as physically over your body. Your heart just beating. You calm when you so when you sleep. So um, this is when some of those. This is when some of some of the biggest changes in your life happen when you sleep. Not when you up trying to put in the work, but when you letting God put in the work or your spiritual source put in the work on you. Why are you resting? You know, and that's what meditation is. It, it calms your body down to the point where you almost sleep. Because whenever we up and we active and our brains and our you know heart stomachs is talking and all this, we don't have we don't have the space for uh, for uh, complete peace. So I went outside, take a lot of confidence, you know, to go outside, ringing bells. You don't never know who's watching you, uh, but you always have to be aware. I mean, I had a few people walk outside and try and see, you know, who I was, but I didn't got so strong at um, this metaphysical stuff. I just realized that even if they do see me doing this, even if they do witness me, you know, uh, raising my vibrations, there's nothing they can do about it. And if it's if they're not a outright enemy, they can't make any changes. I mean, they'll wake up the next day like and not even know it happened, not even remember what happened in some instances. Um, you know, and then a lot of people just really. We think a lot of people is focusing on us. Really, a lot of people is focusing on their ego and their self. They don't care what you're doing. So it's really, really get to a point where um, if you're not really doing this stuff for uh, insecurities, you know, that can help you step over that bridge. Um, but I went out today, and my whole thing is talking to these birds. I love talking to the birds. The best way I know how to, um, you know, a lot of the ancients all, all around Middle East. I'm not just talking about the dark-skinned Nubians or Kushites. I'm talking about all of them related to um, Chief Memnun. Memnun was a Shemsu Heru, which means he was a mighty leader uh civilization and he was uh influential he was also related to the great falcon so memnon um he affected the light skins the middle east the middle east arabians of today uh, uh a big part portion of the africans um and even the you know the the um the Jewish and even the European of today you you know they they um they come after civilizations uh well let's say this the Greeks were influenced by chief uh Memnon was who was who was called a great great was called the Great Falcon, and 
you know, that has something to do with Babylonia, Mesopotamia, all of that has, they have something uh, related to, the, to a falcon, the great falcon. So, um, I'm really into the birds and communicating with them. And today we had a storm early in the morning and the storm went from one side to the other side while the sun was out and, um, just got to doing my little bell meditation and, um, you know, I always had a connection to the sun, even since I was uh, a little adventurer, a little builder, a little traveler. Um, Ten years ago. And, um, you know, I always try to stay grounded and remember. Yeah, feel, everybody feel like the sun shined directly on them. Everybody feels important and got high egos. But the truth be told. The sun is moving at certain angles and the clouds is coming by. So it might seem like the sun shine directly on you, like it's talking directly to you. But that's just from your point of view. Okay. Somebody else across the street, could the sun could be shining directly on them too from their point of view. So I always try to stay grounded with that and realize, you know, not to keep building up into the ego to where it becomes poisonous. I'd rather help than I'd rather help others than hurt myself by thinking that, you know, I'm this great blase blase. To start off thinking you the greatest in the world is when you really when you really fail. You think you're the greatest in the world with no proof. You don't even have proof. So you have to make sure you check yourself. The first thing you want to do is not start off egotistic, but start off humble. Start off with a servant-like a servant-like essence. How can you help your mother? How can you help your father? How can you help your friends, family? You know, so, yeah, this is opposite for me. And then later on, I mean, it had to come to me in knowledge. Like, man, you need to start thinking of yourself to the highest capability possible. And now it's a it's a complete balance. Um, but meditating, ringing, the, ringing these bells, um, letting the bells hit, and then I'm taking the frequency and moving them almost like I'm doing Tai Chi, like I'm moving my hands with the sound so i'm basically moving my energy along with the with the sound energy and if you don't study sound you not gonna understand the hurts killer hurts and um how loud these bells get these bells get loud um well the, the frequencies and the pitches are so high to the point where sometimes they can even do something to your thinking. You know, sometimes they can even do something to your organs in your body. You know, they got, sometimes they can bring joy. You know, so some people, they bring frustration. You know, people hear loud sounds and get frustrated. Maybe it's because, you know, they can't, they're not receptive to them. Maybe their frequency is lower at the time. 
So when they hear something super, super high, it can either bring a frustration, it can either bring, um, can either bring growth and joy. But um, I was ringing my bells heavy today, and um, a, a great hawk. He was calling out from the distance. I guess I get this from my mom too. Far going this, going to this, my mom and me. She always said, "I always want to. Me and you, we should go. Um, we should go bird, bird seeing. Cause my mama love birds too. And uh, yesterday we sitting in her backyard, and all the birds came by. I'm talking about in the same area. All of them came by. My mom was like." I ain't never seen this this many birds. It was because it was a hawk or it was a bird of prey that was out. And they all had to run somewhere. And they found this little this little part of where my mom's uh my mom had has in her backyard. And they all come running. Cardinals, blue jays, robins, um, even woodpecking birds, cause that hawk was cutting through the forest trying to find something to eat but today I was in the back uh, of where I stay backyard of where I stay and um, the and I got the ring of the bells and it's usually two crow birds or it's like yeah it's, it's two main crow birds that you know early in the morning they Oh, oh, oh. They going off because they territorial. And they marking that it's a territory. And they love to fight. You know crows love to fight. And to me, they represent spirituality. They can either be, to me, represented as blockage. Or they could be represented as, uh, but they do have beautiful spiritualities about them. Being that beautiful black, but also being iridescent and light. So you can see purple come off their skin, which is uh, correlated to the highest spiritual aspect color of our chakras. It's purple. You can even see a little pink coming off of their skin in the sun. So you see a lot. You see, you know, they're not just black. They have... Um, some of the highest spirituality uh, life in them. So, and when they say, oh, oh, it sounds like they're saying, oh, oh, it sounds like they're saying, unk. Um, and there's life in the ancient, ancient um, Egyptians, Nubians culture. The thing is, they territorial. So, The Western belief have uh, portrayed them as wicked in spirituality. They worship the crow, but they portray it as um, they portray it as uh, um, a site for people, a site in an area for people that's working black magic. So you could see a crow, and you could think uh, this is most spiritually divine animal bird in the in the whole US but then it could be somebody in that area that's working um black magic 
So everybody in the way, just get everybody in the way of that black magic. You might be the victim of that black magic. Um, and the way people work black magic, I, I can't honestly tell you, but I can tell you that there's some people out here that's just wishing bad on you. You know, they just they just wishing bad on you. Nothing wrong with I'm not gonna hate on black magic, even though it's abomination in in Christian belief. But I know that some black magic is just because people put spells on other people so they can control them. So uh, before I just came into the positive knowledge of the crow, I always looked at them as such. When they would come around, I knew. I always was paranoid that somebody was working um, black magic on me. And in reality, it's just somebody working black magic in that area. That's all it is. So, you know, especially when they just going off, they like super, super territorial. But it it is also a, a beautiful lake. So they're going to be territorial of the lake because so much life around water that they gonna battle for that you know so but i'm chiming in right and the only thing only way you know is spiritual is if a lesson comes to you through the experience so the lesson to me was this hawk uh comes from all the way afar but you can hear him coming so you can hear his make that sound and um it's loud it's very loud anybody any bird anybody that witnessing vibrations can hear that so it's coming from a distance and um i'm just ringing my bells i'm like i want them to get close i want them to get close i'm actually not the biggest i'm not a fan of birds getting too close to me actually uh -uh. because one got way close to me in his driveway flew to me eyes length and um thank god i was on the phone with my dad i wasn't that scared i had to play it off but then the second time it come flying up off the ground full speed showing me his belly inside of his inside of his uh wings and scared the living piss out of me. I had to, I was froze for a minute and I was like, let me go. I'm trying to get, I was trying to get in the door, but I was like, oh, it come flying up, but it was in like slow motion, how scared I was. I was like, oh no, nah, this ain't, it ain't meant for them to get too close to me. Um, Cause I might naturally re react and try and punch or stab or whatever, you know, so. Uh, I try and keep them at a distance, but I'm ringing my bells long enough. I'm still meditating. I remember to not meditate out as much because it's a storm going on around me. So, you know, you get so egotistic. You trying to change the things on the outside when you got to remember to you doing really this meditation. So you can change the things on the inside. So. The sun come out and peek a little bit, um, peek up out of the storm and shine on me maybe three or four times while I'm outside in a matter of like an hour. 
and um, this hawk finally gets it right and flies right above me. I really think they'd be nosy and they want to see what the, who the hell making the sound. So it flies right above me and flies directly into the territory of these crows. It's like, oh, 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 right into them and it got them to shut up, right? So they so they finally quiet, but they head back to the direction they go. Because wherever they come from, they come from somewhere and they land here and then they go back. So the hawk is cutting through the air. You know it's a hawk because he can do uh, aerobatics. He can, he can glide through the air and cut the wind. You know, even at a high altitude, he can do it. But the crows really can't do that. The crows, the crows get high in the air and they gotta just release and glide. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really, they can't really cut through the air full speed like a hawk can. And um, it was real interesting because it flew right above me, and the crows took off. And I was like, yeah. Later on, after um, getting out to do what I had to do. And I thought to myself, yeah, that was me doing all that meditation and ringing those bells that caught that hawk attention. It's a sign of how I called for help and it broke through their spiritual bond and yokage and it made them go away. And that hawk came through and circled this entire area. Um, and it, it, it pretty much... You know, I have no problem with the high spirituality of the crow. I'm not going at that, but I'm I'm going at the um, the fact that you know you don't always have to use wickedness to uh, you don't have to use wickedness to show yourself powerful. It's people using wickedness to show themselves above others, but really. All you need is your God, whoever you call God, to come through and make a fix. Um, but yeah, man, that was a crazy. It was a crazy day, but it, it was felt. It was good because I had a lot of energy and the positivity of ringing bells so much is that your attitude can't be down for long. You know, you might have somebody trying to bring you down to that level or the world might be trying to bring you down to that level of a low frequency. You know, everybody should be the same. Be quiet. Shut up. Don't say nothing. You uh, we all trap. We all, uh, we, you know, we all prisoners. That's the feeling that they want, you know, that people pass on maybe because they're going through that. But in reality... You know, ringing all those bells, it have it, it it keeps you from that super low frequency. It keeps you from it. There's no possible way with that high frequency of this sound of these bells that you can be uh that you can be low frequencies. Cause these bells don't go into the hundred hertz. They go into the two thousand hertz, three thousand hertz, seven thousand hertz, eight thousand hertz. 10,000 hertz, that's sound waves. Wow, some of us are going through um, 
200 hertz, 100 hertz, you know, it's quiet, you know what I'm saying, we're, we're growing slowly, you know what I'm saying, we're aging, but we're aging slowly, but when you ringing them bells, you know, you raise your frequency, you feel me, so, um, like I said, hopefully your brain had the capacity to understand this, but uh, this air talks. Much love to everybody connected to me. And uh, more life to you. I'm out. Peace.